Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Imagine you're on a John Deere mower with a smooth ride, intuitive controls, and attachments for every season. You just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. From Atlanta says, thank you for all your work. I feel so much smarter because of you. I'm a pretty well compensated employee and was fully vested from day one at my job. How often does that happen? I'm contributing 8% to my traditional 401k and getting a company match. I also contribute 8% to my Roth option. Since we're almost halfway through the year and I've contributed about $13,000, I'm on track to exceed my annual contribution limit of $22,500, and I don't want to get dinged for overpayment. My question is whether the annual limit includes Roth and traditional 401k contributions. Thank you for your feedback. I'm a super fan of the podcast, as all my friends know. Kat, thank you so much for your question and for being a super fan. I love that. Also, congratulations on maxing out your retirement plan. Being at risk of over-contributing is a wonderful problem to have, so nicely done. While over-contributing to tax-advantaged accounts like workplace retirement plans, IRAs, and HSAs is not allowed, it can be easy to do by mistake. This show will answer Kat's question, will review contribution limits for various accounts, and explain how to correct overpayments and avoid penalties. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Money Girl. I'm really glad you're spending some time with me today. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Laura Adams. I'm an award-winning author and finance expert who's been bringing money tips and advice weekly on this podcast since 2008 with over 40 million downloads. Here on the show, you'll hear me talk about a wide range of topics like credit, debt, retirement, investing, real estate, taxes, insurance, money management strategies, building a business, entrepreneurship, and lots more. And occasionally, you'll hear interviews with money experts. If you're getting value from the show, don't forget to subscribe so you get every weekly episode and submit a five-star rating or review. That really helps us, and I'll thank you in advance for that. If you have a money question, I would love for you to send me a message. You can record a message or a comment by calling 302-364-0308, or you can email me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's exactly what Kat did. And at lauradadams.com is where you can also learn more about my work, award-winning personal finance books, and money courses. So if you're like Kat and are fortunate enough to have a workplace retirement plan like a 401k or a 403b, it's an incredibly valuable benefit that you should not pass up. If your employer matches your contributions, 
always put in enough to max out those free retirement funds. So as Kat mentioned, for 2023, you can contribute up to $22,500. Or if you're over age 50, you can put in $30,000 to most of the popular retirement plans. And that is the total of your traditional and Roth contributions, Kat. For instance, you could split your contributions 50-50 and put 11250 in your traditional 401k and 11250 in your Roth 401k or any proportion that you like that adds up to 22500 But the good news is that employer contributions do not count toward the annual limit. So that allows you to exceed 22500 if you're getting a match. So let's say you're maxing out a 401k and you're getting a generous 8% match like CAT, you'd receive an additional $1,800. So that would give you a total contribution of 24300 So that's 22500 you put in from your pay check plus the 1800 coming from your employer. Now, retirement plan custodians typically have procedures in place to prevent you from contributing too much. In other words, they should notify you when you reach the annual limit so you suspend contributions for the remainder of the year. However, that may not always happen, and there are situations when it's possible to over-contribute, such as if you've got two jobs that each have retirement plans that you're participating in, or maybe you switch jobs during the year and enroll in a new plan at the new job. So ultimately, it's your job to make sure you don't over-contribute. I'm going to recommend that Kat and everyone listening with retirement plans puts a note on your calendar at the end of every November to double-check where you are with your contributions. That gives you plenty of time to log into your online account and adjust or suspend contributions through the end of the year if needed. The deadline for making workplace retirement contributions for the current year is December 31st. So, You'd need to make any changes before the last day of the year rolls around. And if at any time during the year you realize that you've over-contributed to a retirement account, contact your plan administrator or custodian right away so they can correct it. If they withdraw the excess contribution by your tax filing deadline, including extensions, you can avoid paying a withdrawal penalty. However, any earnings accrued on the excess contribution while it was sitting in your account is subject to income tax, plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're younger than 59 and a half because you've got to pull that money out of the account. So depending on the timing, your employer may need to amend your W-2 to show the returned earnings as taxable wages. Note that you can always extend your tax due date to October 15th in any year by filing Form 4868 to to file an extension on your taxes. That gives you more time to correct overpayments and figure out your resulting taxes. Note that it does not give you more time to pay any taxes that you owe, but it does give you, uh, you know, more time to file your final, final paperwork. 
Remember that if an excess contribution gets corrected quickly, there may be no or just a small amount of earnings in the account, and therefore no or maybe just a tiny amount of tax and a tiny penalty. But the longer you allow an excess contribution to sit in your workplace retirement plan, the more it could cost you in taxes and an early withdrawal penalty on its investment growth. Now, some of you listening don't have a job with a retirement plan or you're self-employed. So anyone with earned income, no matter your age, is eligible for an individual retirement account or IRA. And while there's no income limit to qualify for a traditional IRA, high earners are ineligible for a Roth IRA. Note that other Roth accounts, such as a Roth 401k and a Roth 403b, do not have income limits. For 2023, the Roth IRA cutoff for singles is when you have a modified adjusted gross income of $153,000 or higher, and married couples filing taxes jointly cannot contribute to Roth IRAs when their household uh, MAGI or uh, modified gross adjusted income is $228,000 or above. Now, for 2023, you can contribute as much as your earned income up to $6,500 to a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA if you're eligible. And if you're over 50, you can add an extra $1,000 for a total of $7,500. So if you're under 50, you could contribute $3,250 to a traditional IRA and $3,250 to a Roth IRA or any proportion you like that adds up to $6,500. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Freakonomics Radio. Every week, host and best-selling author Stephen Dubner dives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why the best employees can make the worst bosses, and how whales went from being economic engines to environmental icons. If you're a curious person looking to better understand the world around you, you'll find everything you're looking for on Freakonomics Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
unlike a workplace retirement plan where you can only make contributions up to December 31st for that year, you can make IRA contributions up to the tax filing deadline for the previous year. For instance, you can make a 2023 IRA contribution as late as April 15th, 2024. Additionally, unlike workplace plans, excess IRA contributions get taxed 6% every year they remain in your account. So when you realize that you've over-contributed to an IRA, it's essential to correct it right away to pay as little tax and penalties as possible. Here are three ways you can correct an excess IRA contribution. The first way is to withdraw the excess before your tax filing deadline. So first, contact your IRA custodian for help withdrawing excess contributions because you've also got to remove their earnings, which can get a little tricky to calculate. If you complete the withdrawal before your tax due date, it's like you never put the excess in the account to begin with. However, just like with an excess contribution at work, you do owe tax on any earnings the excess accrued while it was in your IRA. Plus, you must pay a 10% penalty on the withdrawn earnings if you're younger than age 59 and a half. For example, let's say you're 40 years old and you make an excess IRA contribution of $500. If it earned $50 in investment income, you would need to withdraw $550 before your tax filing deadline to avoid that 6% excess penalty. The $50 gets added to your gross income for the year. And because you're younger than 59 and a half, you have to pay a 10% early withdrawal penalty on that $50 earnings, which is $5. Your IRA custodian will send you Form 1099-R showing your taxable earnings that got pulled out of the account so you can submit it with your tax return. All right, so that's the first way to do it is just, you know, get this done before your tax filing deadline. The second option is to withdraw the excess within six months after you file taxes. So let's say you file taxes and then later realize, wow, I contributed too much to my IRA and I'm just realizing it. Well, in that case, you have six months to correct the error by withdrawing the excess contribution and earnings. But here's the catch. You're going to need to file an amended tax return by October 15th using Form 1040X. Because you're going to owe taxes on that uh, those earnings that you pulled out, plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're younger than age 59 and a half. So that's the second option. And the third option is to apply the excess to the following year. You can ask your IRA custodian just to apply an excess contribution to the following year. However, that 6% penalty I mentioned will apply to any excess amounts in your account at the end of the year. Therefore, if you can correct an IRA overpayment earlier in the year, you're going to pay much less for the blunder. And another account that can be really easy to over-contribute to is a health savings account, or HSA. If you've been listening to the show any length of time, you know that I love HSAs. And it's a medical savings account that allows you to pay for qualifying health care costs, like medical, dental, and vision expenses, 
on a tax-free basis. But to qualify, you must be enrolled in an HSA-qualified high-deductible health plan that either you purchase or you get through an employer. Tax-deductible HSA contributions can come from you, from somebody else, like a, a relative, or an employer. Unlike employer matching for a workplace retirement account, employer contributions or those from anyone else to your HSA do get included in the annual limit. That can make it really easy to lose track and over-contribute to an HSA, especially if your employer makes variable contributions on your behalf. Another situation when you could over-contribute to an HSA is after making a large contribution early in the year, but then losing your eligible health plan before the end of the year. So let's say you decide in January that you're just going to max out your HSA, but then a few months later, you end up switching health plans and now you don't have an HSA-qualified plan or you lose your job and you no longer have that coverage. When you don't have an HSA-eligible health plan, you're not allowed to make HSA contributions. So that means you'd have to remove a proportional amount of excess contributions based on when you lost eligibility during the year. Note that if you become uninsured or you no longer have an HSA-eligible health plan, you can still spend your HSA balance, but you just can't make any new contributions to the account. Just like with retirement accounts, it's your responsibility to catch and correct excess HSA contributions. And again, it's best to contact your account administrator for help cleaning up the overpayment. For 2023, if you have an HSA-qualified health plan for yourself, the HSA limit is $3,850. If you have a family plan, you can contribute up to $7,750. Plus, those over 55 can contribute an additional $1,000. Like IRAs, you can make HSA contributions up to your tax filing deadline for the previous tax year. So you can fund an HSA for 2023 as late as April 15, 2024. Like an IRA, if you over-contribute to an HSA and you don't correct it, or let's say you choose to apply the overpayment to a future year, you must pay a 6% penalty on the excess every year it remains in your account. But if you catch the mistake before you file taxes, including any extensions, you can avoid that 6% penalty by withdrawing the excess plus any investment or interest earnings. As with retirement accounts, HSA earnings on excess contributions get subject to tax. But again, if you catch an overpayment right away, the investment gain and in tax due will likely be minimal. Your HSA administrator must file Form 1099-SA, which will show a distribution of your excess contributions. And they're going to correct your Form 5498-SA, which shows your annual HSA contributions. So the administrator will have to do some adjusting to your paperwork. As you can see, even making an honest mistake with a tax-advantaged account can get complicated. So check your contributions toward the end of each year and get help to quickly correct any overpayments. Kat, I hope this helps. You have plenty of time to adjust your contributions to make sure that you don't over-contribute and get hit with any of these taxes or penalties that I've talked about in the show. 
That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. Tomlin.